Okay, so this is Scott Stevenson, better known, Stephanie, as... The Silver Dollar Man. The Silver Dollar Man. I'm here with my co-host, Steph Scholl. And who do we have today? Okay, you guys, we have one of my podcasts, like mentors, gurus, Chris Hallfield. He is the one of the co-hosts of the I Am Salt Lake podcast. He started nine years ago, has done over 500 episodes, but he's also a realtor with Keller Williams South Valley and talk about stunning. I mean, this guy knows Salt Lake Valley inside and out. What I want to know is, is how does a podcaster decide to get into real estate? Because of the podcast. Yeah. Really, honestly. <laughs> yeah. You want to hear the full story? Yeah. I, mean, I would love to share the full story. And I think I've only shared this story with a few people. So you guys are going to be some of the oh, lucky few. Oh, good. We're privileged. This goes back, actually, to the beginning days of I Am Salt Lake. Back to episode 167. I know the exact episode it happened on. I interviewed a, another realtor by the name of Cody Derrick. I don't know if you guys are familiar mm -hmm. with Cody Derrick. He's a realtor out of a city home collective starting a podcast as, as you guys might know, well, you guys have a beautiful podcast studio here, but I struggled with finding a place to record the podcast. I had a buddy that was like, Hey, I know this great real estate office that they have a great basement. Maybe we can record it there. You know, I, I, I know the guys there. I know the people there. And so we started recording a few podcasts there and we invited this Cody Derrick on the podcast. Started chatting with him and I'm like, I thought real estate people were just a bunch of old guys that were <laughs> gold chains and, and sleazy kind of, right? That kind of that greasy, mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I, that was just the, the vision I had in my head of real estate agents. Chatting with Cody, finding out like kind of what got him into real estate with kind of, uh, hey, let's build Salt Lake into the city I want to build it into. That really resonated with me. And I was like, I like this guy. I like this idea that he has. And so I started kind of tossing this, this idea of, of getting into real estate in my mind, but wasn't really fully there. As And as, what year was this? This goes back, I mean, well, I mean, the podcast has been around for over nine years here now. And so this was probably eight years ago. So whatever year that is, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. 2013, 14, maybe, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, I was just doing some yeah. math. Uh, math. Uh, I didn't realize we're going to be doing math to today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Scott. I wasn't prepared for a math test. <laughs> so, so he, listening to him talk about his excitement of making Salt Lake the city he wanted. Now, granted, he was telling I me mean, he lived in all these other cities, and he wanted to make Salt Lake cool, and, and that resonated because I was like, I've moved around, but something keeps drawing me back here to Salt Lake. Now I'm doing a podcast about Salt Lake. Why don't I start selling? real estate. Why don't I start selling people a piece of Salt Lake, right? Of course, you know, the idea is in your head, but you don't really start putting the pieces into play. Years go on. I start, I, I got another, I got a realtor sponsor. So a completely different real estate brokerage here in Salt Lake approached me about being a sponsor. And I was like, huh, maybe there's something to this real estate thing. I started getting emails from people being like, Hey, I'm moving to Utah. I'm from Texas or I'm from Nebraska or wherever. I'm up for a job transfer. I found your podcast. Now I'm moving to Salt Lake because of your podcast. People would send me these emails and I'd be like, I'm thinking this in my head. Why don't I sell them a house too, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so the idea starts popping in my head and I start thinking a little bit more and I start realizing, hey, I got to... I got to, uh, I got to really, you know, approach this and really investigate it. So I started doing research, started looking into uh, my options, signed up for Stringham, 
which I'm sure you've heard a lot of people oh, yeah. talk about Stringham coming in here. Well, this was right before my four-year-old baby daughter was going to be born. So unfortunately, during this time, I didn't get all my classes finished up. My baby girl was born. I got distracted with that and uh, just wasn't there. Didn't end up finishing all the classes in that year period, but it still ate away at me. It still was like one of those things that's like, I want to sell real estate. Anyway, 2020 came, the pandemic came, we're stuck at home. I convinced my wife to let me sign back up for Stringham again and <laughs> conquered the classes, passed the test. Here I am today. I'm, I'm at South Valley Keller Williams, uh, like you mentioned. I'm on the Be Heard in Utah team. I'm loving it. I, I'm having a blast learning real estate, well, selling real estate, uh, trying to kind of tackle this wacky market that we have. Yes. The, the longer, quick version of what got me into real estate, though. Well, and the thing that I love about this, and for you that are listening, as a fellow podcaster, to have produced 500 episodes, yeah. like, this is a huge feat. Like, not, there's very few people, Chris is the only one that I know that has 500 episodes. <laughs> well, thank and you, now yeah. I know a lot of podcasters, right? It's a big deal. And, and if you break that down, that's 500 different businesses, local entrepreneurs here in Salt Lake that you have gotten to know. And I just think that... Had, like your expertise of the valley and like the cool, fun, hit places to to eat or dine or recreate, like that's important where people move, you know, and the neighborhoods. And so how have you seen that help you with real estate? Well, I mean, it's helped me a lot because A, people are hitting me up because they're like, well, this guy knows the cool little pockets, right? Because mm -hmm. there's a lot yeah. of like cool little areas in the valley that people aren't really aware of unless you're out driving around. So that's really helped me to kind of, hey, what kind of stuff are you interested in? What kind of activities is your family interested in? This would be, you know, a, you would you would enjoy living in this part of town or you would enjoy living in this part of town. You know, obviously you can't you can't uh, completely steer them in one direction or right. another, but you can help them out and, 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 you know, what kind of food do you like to eat or what kind of activities do you like to do? But I think it's been helpful in that in that aspect with with knowing the local businesses here. Yeah. What are your some of your favorite? Sorry, Scott, I'm asking a bunch of questions. Well, Steph <laughs> is just Steph yeah. talks about you all the time, Chris. So I'm kind of sitting back. I'm going to be relaxing because yeah. Steph is she's she's got probably six thousand questions yeah. for you. Go ahead, Steph. Well, I just was like nobody wants nobody's tuning into the Silver Dollar Man today. I know I've heard you on other podcasts get uh -huh. asked this question, right? Sure. Like your favorite places to eat or to mm -hmm. go and get like coffee or whatever. Like things to do yeah, in Salt Yeah, things to Lake. do in Salt Lake. Why sh do you feel like people are moving to Salt Lake and what do you love about Salt Lake? Well, the, I couldn't tell you why everybody's moving here. I don't know. I mean, I this place sucks. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, stay away. No, no, it's, 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 it's a great place. It's a great place. But no, Salt Lake City, it's got a little bit of something for everybody. Right, whether it's the skiing, snowboarding, camping, hiking, uh, and then you have your city activities, which I'm more of a fan of. Right, I'm not. I'm more of a city boy. Me too. You know, so I really enjoy things like the downtown farmers market that goes on during the summer. During the winter months, we have the winter farmers market, so it doesn't oh, just I end during the that. summer. A lot of people don't realize that so we have the farmers market all year round, mm. and it's just as Where good is it at all in the year. Uh, the Rio Grande. Right downtown, ah, right down by uh, right by the gateway, kind of. That? 
No, um, I didn't even know there was a summer's market. I'm, I'm still trying you don't to know learn. The summer, no, Scott, I, that's my, that's how the, that's how I am Salt Lake started was because of the downtown farmers. Well, market, so. I'm going there this summer. That's so, where I'm headed. That's one of my favorite things to do. I mean, all the street fairs, the events like that, you know, the avenues has a street fair that goes on in September. That's another favorite ninth and ninth street fair. So the summer activities, uh, the, the outdoor concerts that they throw, um, at the uh, the Pioneer Park. So, so the outdoor concerts. I'm also a big fan of like the International Peace Gardens. I don't know if you guys have ever been off of there. That's off of about 900 West over uh, kind of in the Rose Park area. That's kind of a hidden gem. All, it's just a beautiful park, beautiful flowers, beautiful trees there. And then, you know, the other parks, Liberty Park, and then there's Gilgal Gardens. I, I know I have a lot of people talk about that on my podcast. I love it. I don't know if you guys have been there either. Hidden Hidden yeah. gem in Salt Lake. Uh, and then, you know, then there's other, you know, other little gems that uh, people don't realize. They're like it's the Artisan uh, Water Well. That it's about 800 south. And a lot of people don't realize that there's all these like little uh, springs, mineral springs that, that are popping up over, you know, downtown area. People can get fresh water. So little gems like that. And then we have great restaurants, lots of mom and pop restaurants. We can get into those. I mean, some of my favorites are, are even like Zest right downtown gluten-free. A lot of people are, you know, I know have allergies these days. So they're looking for good gluten-free food. Go check out Zest or, or even Red Rock across the street. Good food there too. So, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. You well, do. it seems to me if somebody wants to use you as a real estate, they'll just use you as a, well, I'll take you as a, a lunch tour guide, too, right? You know, everywhere. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, let's get the Chris Hollifield tour of Salt Lake. Because yeah. a lot of people, you know, they don't know what the people here locally like. Well, why not get a realtor that knows the city, knows where the cool places are, knows the good food, not just the trendy good food. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, anybody can find chilies. Yeah. You know? <laughs> chilies. Hey, chilies queso, though. <laughs> well, you know, they have a no place. slap on chilies. They're all over the place. But, I'm not, but I know what you mean. Because the local flavor of any city is really what makes that city. I had, a, I had a person ask me one time, they're like, if you were to go to a restaurant outside of Utah, like let's say another state and, you know, they have a, a, a menu with food from all these different places, what would be on the menu from Salt Lake City, Utah, right? Um, makes you kind of wonder. Fry sauce, Yeah, I guess. definitely fry sauce. But I love fry sauce. There's all kinds. I mean, and I, I could see why people are moving to Utah. I mean, the, the outdoors isn't too far away. I mean, you can get to the mountains. We used to be able to get to the mountains and ski resorts and, and you know, 30 minutes if you wanted to. But, you know, so they're close. Camping, outdoors, hiking. Yeah, there's even some, um, there's even some rumor about trying to get a professional sports team in. Football. Yeah, that's been Scott a rumor has for been years. Spreading that rumor well, for I'm, I'm I'm spreading the rumor. <laughs> well, and that's that's the thing too. I mean, you got we got Real, uh, you know, Salt Lake so, here. Yes, right. I mean, which is which is a great team. Yeah. You know, for people that are moving here or thinking of moving here, then we have the, you know Salt Lake Bees. So yeah, have we have the good Bees minor league baseball. If you mm-hmm. want to enjoy right. a baseball game during the summer, then we have the Utah Jazz, right? Yeah. So I mean, we have well, then we have uh, the Grizzlies. That's you right. know, I don't know if you guys have ever been to a Grizzlies game. You know, hockey games are fun. Hockey yeah, games fun. are fun. A lot of fun. Yeah, a they're a fun. lot of fun. I love that fighting, you know. Yeah. You know, taking the gloves off and going at each other. That's my favorite part. <laughs> I don't even care who wins the game. I just yell out, you know, <laughs> fight. <laughs> yeah. As you're talking to people and learning what they want, you're able to be like, oh, this this artisan well, like, yeah, I you know, or just point out these cool gardens or. And well, like- it amazes me all the time. I talk to people all the time. They're like, I've lived in Utah for five years, and I didn't know about 
yeah. the downtown farmer's market right. or however long you've lived. Yeah, about sky. five years or so. You know, so, and, yeah, exa- and, and that's so exactly like, right. And we forget as people, because we know about something, but we don't realize everybody else doesn't know either, mm-hmm. you know, just because we do. Well, and the other thing is, not only do you know about these businesses, but you know the backstory, the history, uh-huh. because you've talked to all these people. And so it's just cool to be able to pick your brain with that. Yeah. And so as a podcast host, I mean, something that you do a lot is listening. So yeah. how does this help you with your clients and finding a house? Because you need to listen to your clients, right? A lot of times they don't know what they want. They, they think they know what they want or they'll tell you what they want. And they don't 100% know. So you have to really listen, ask good questions, you know, follow-up questions to kind of help with the initial question. But I think listening and asking, asking good questions and, and really paying attention to what they want instead of what you think they want. And what do you think? I mean, you know, the success ratio for real estate agents is not very high. I think most people think that all real estate agents, they go into the business and, you know, the next thing you know, they're driving you know, Rolls Royce, you know, they're, they're going to Vegas and rolling the dice. There's this image a little bit about real estate that, um, you know, like we mentioned that these guys are, you know, I don't know, wearing gold chains around their neck and stuff like that. (laughs) And uh, the, the reality is a lot of real estate agents fail. Yeah. So what piece of advice could you give to um, anybody who, who is given getting into the industry of, of, of what it takes to become a successful real estate agent. I think mindset is probably the most important thing for any real estate agent. It's, it's the thing I've really had to work on the most as I've gotten going in the real estate industry. I could see why a lot of people quit because as somebody who's, you know, building their business up, building momentum up, trying to you know, figure out all the gears and, and levers and figuring out how it works. That takes probably your first year, I would imagine, uh, for, for real estate agents. I think a lot of people probably give up after two, three, four months because they're like, oh, I don't like this. You know, sales aren't coming to me and, and this, is, this is actually work. I have to go out and find clients. I have to go out and find business because, you know, even like you were mentioning, Scott, we see this this world on real est- or on Facebook of real estate agents, yeah. right? Where they're posting, you know, just sold or just listed, and then they maybe post you know, their closing day, or and that's it. And so you think, well, all real estate agents do is open doors and help, you know, just walk people around, you know, empty houses. There's a lot more work behind the scenes that people don't realize. I mean, you got your contracts, you got you know, late nights, uh, uh, stressing if, if, if an offer is going to come back or not, or, you know, just trying to keep clients calm, just trying to, you know, there's so many aspects of the industry. Plus just all the, you know, the driving and all the, you know, going and seeing, you know, 10 homes on a weekend and then realizing they're all under contract (laughs) or something like that, you know? So there's a lot of time that people put in that people don't realize, uh, actually goes in to the life of, of a real estate agent. I feel like it's similar to podcasting, yeah. right? Where so many people will start a podcast and then 
they'll stop because it, it's hard to be consistent. But you have been consistent for nine years and that's a big deal. So I'd like to think I'd be consistent with real estate too, right? You know, yeah. if I can be consistent with a podcast. And I think that really is, is the, how to be a successful real estate agent is to just keep showing up, keep putting one foot in front of the other. And, and then, you know, the magic will happen. And if you talk to any, any agent, that's kind of how they've, you know, the ones that have been in the industry for 10, 15, 20 years, that's how they've done it. We talked a little bit, I think, prior to the podcast about your team. Tell us about your team and why you think that's important, the team that you surround yourself with in, as a real estate agent. So when I first started on you know, selling real estate, I did the solo agent thing. I thought, oh, that's just the way you do it. You know, I went, when I went to Keller Williams, they were like, oh, you know, do you want to join a team or do you want to just do the solo agent thing? Well, I, I just want to be a solo agent. I could figure this out on my own. You know, what do I, what do I need anybody else for? Right. Again, goes back to thinking real estate is easy. Anybody mm -hmm. can do it. Sales just come to you and start collecting those fat paychecks. Uh, about three months into doing real estate, I'm like, Hmm, this, maybe there's something to teams. I start watching videos about, you know, real estate teams on YouTube and I'm like, Hmm. I, I should maybe join a team. This seems like the support that I need. And I think every real estate agent should start with a team personally because that way you're you're rubbing, you know, shoulders and elbows with people that are actually successful. Like the 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 fellas on my team, you know, they're top 500 realtors. Yeah. Right? So if I hang out with them, hopefully some of that good uh good juju will rub off onto me, you know, it's really helpful for me because I have to go into the office every day now. Right. So every day I'm in the office, I'm hearing phone calls. I'm hearing transactions happening. People are going through like, Hey, I just submitted this offer or, Hey, I have, you know, these 10 offers for a listing I have. And then we'll kind of go through, you know, the steps and we'll, you know, I'll, I'll hear the phone conversations. And I find that to be really helpful versus trying to figure all of this out on my own, on your own. Yeah. In my home office all by right. myself, which right. got lonely. And yeah. that, that was really hard in the very beginning to be a solo agent, trying to figure this out by myself. And, you know, so often you hear these agents that are like, Oh, you know, I, I don't want to, you know, that's, that's too big of a split. You know, I want to keep yeah. all the money, blah, blah, blah. It's like, Hey, I'd rather have a hundred percent or I'd rather get a percentage of something Versus a hundred percent of nothing. <laughs> right. Right. And I think that's where it goes back to even the questions of, of, of real estate agents failing is I think a lot of times they have so much pride that they're like, oh, I don't want to join a team. And then they don't figure it out and then they quit. But if they were to just join a team and they have the, the support, they have, yeah. you know, even some friends or family. Like I feel like the, the Be Heard team that I'm on, we're like a family, right? To have that plus... Now all, all I have to worry about is clients, right? They take care of the transactions. They take care of the client events. They take care of, uh, you know, making sure we have, uh, you know, gifts for, you know, closing gifts. Everything is taken care of. Now I can just focus on the business. And especially in the very beginning, some of the biggest things I was nervous about in the beginning was like, I got to handle all the transactions. I got to handle all the paperwork, the gifts I got to make sure, you know, clients are good. I got to keep finding more clients plus handle the existing clients. Plus, I mean, there's so many other things. I mean, that I'm not even popping in my head right now. Right. It was stressing me out, but now it's like, I got a team. 
even down to a listing, right? Like say you run into a house that, that you, you want to list and it's, it needs all this work done to it. Maybe needs some painting, maybe needs some cleaning. And you're like, oh, I can't do this all myself. Well, we have a team that can, you know, go in and, and, and help prepare, uh, you know, homes for listings. So it, it takes a little pressure off of me, especially as a newer agent. Well, I think it, what it does is it provides your clients, even though you're a newer agent, it provides your clients with fresh eyes like yours, plus the experience of, of veteran agents. And, and sometimes it's nice when you get somebody who's new in the industry that's yeah. not, um, for lack of a better word, jaded. Yeah. Um, you know, they're, they're coming at the industry. They're fresh. They're new. They're, they're vibrant. And yet, uh, they have so many experience. But when you get on a team, that gives you everything. Well, kind of rounds you out. I, I, tell, I tell clients, I'm like, hey, you're not just hiring me. You got my entire yeah. team. Yeah. Right. So it's not just you got you got seven of us, you know. Well, and I keep on relating this back to podcasting, but with the podcast coalition, yeah. like you are the most seasoned member of our board. And so we look to you a lot. And I remember when I first reached out to you, I was so nervous because I was like, oh, my gosh, here's this guy that has like so many more followers, so many more reviews on <laughs> iTunes. What are you, you talking know? about? <laughs> We have millions. Scott. Yeah, I was going to say, you guys got okay. millions don't now. Don't listen to Scott. Um, but, but I knew that for me to be successful, I needed to surround myself by people that were smarter than me, you know? And yeah. from those first meetings, I really felt that. And I feel like I've improved as a podcaster. And so I love that you're taking this where in podcasting, you are the smartest person in the room. And yeah. you're you're going to this new field that like it, it, it does require some yeah. humility to this team and that's how you're going to learn and grow and just be surrounded by these experts. And I, and the be here team, I mean, they're great. I mean, everybody there, like mindset and the way we handle our challenges and goal setting and all of that is some of the most important things. I'm sure it's important for all realtors, but this team, I've really, really noticed the importance. And to me, that's really important. So it's it's like a it's like a perfect fit to be there. Stephanie, you know what I really like about Chris? From the get-go when I met Chris the first time, I really like the fact that that Chris is genuine. I mean, I can you can feel that, at least I do. Well, thank you. I mean, I really feel the genuine nature of who you are. And that to me is the most important aspect about hiring any professional is one who's genuine, one who tells you what they know and what they don't know. They will find out and somebody that you can trust. And that's just the the feeling I got from meeting you. And I didn't even know who you were. I mean, as far I mean, Stephanie was talking to me about your podcast and I was going, yeah, well, what do I know about podcasting? I'm just, you know, kind of like the. Uh, You're just a silver dollar. Man. Yeah, I'm, yeah, silver yeah. Dollar, man. I'm, I'm just a color commentator here. Yeah. Stephanie's the one with all the background and knowledge. So, but I didn't really know that much, but I was so impressed. And I say this sincerely. I was so impressed with your your genuine spirit, if you want to call it that. So anyway, if I was a client and I was looking for a real estate agent, I'd want that as my major quality. And plus, if you get a, a realtor who may be a little less experienced, when they got a good team like you're doing right now, um, they can carry you to the to the goal line. Absolutely. Right? Over. I mean, I think that's really important. Uh, and, I, and I'm not just saying that to hopefully people to call me up. Yeah. But when you're looking for a realtor, find somebody that can give you a little bit more time. Right. A lot of times these, these agents that are a lot older, they might have a lot more clients. So they might not be able to give you as much time. 
No, and that's a great point because, I mean, being a first-time homebuyer, it is a stressful time. And I really appreciated having an agent that, like, I could take the time to ask the questions too. You didn't feel like you were bothering them. Yeah. And I think that because of your experience in podcasting, you're used to people asking questions. Absolutely. No (laughs) question is a dumb question. That's what I say. Because if you don't ask a question, how do you learn? How do you grow? How do you, how do you figure it out? Right. And, and so it's the same thing with podcasting, same thing with the house. There's no dumb question. And I think, I think that happens when at least even people I've taken out to show them homes, I notice sometimes that people are afraid to ask a question because they're like, oh, this guy's the knowledgeable real estate agent and I'll come across as an uneducated future homeowner. And that, you know, we have this idea that we're going to get taken advantage of or that we're going to just, you know, come across stupid and and there's no stupid question. Now, I probably, at least in my book, I probably shouldn't ask this question, but I'm going to ask ask it anyway. Is there an, is there an area in Salt Lake that you, that you like most? Yeah, I mean, I think the area that I I actually live in, you know, I'll kind of give the general area. I don't want to give my address, you know. I don't <laughs> yeah. want people to come. In. You don't want but to you know, toilet paper. You know what I think is a really is is kind of the hidden gem area as far as uh, really cool homes and and really great place for even new families is I'm trying to. Fit. It's over by Valley Fair Mall and over there in West Valley. All the uh, the mid century homes over there. There's just some beautiful homes. We bought one of them over there. The, I went the over there. Yeah, sure. I and, know exactly where you're uh, talking about. For how close it is to downtown, I can get downtown in less than 15 minutes. Yeah, and so that's great for me because it's like I can get to things like the the farmers markets or or uh, you know restaurant event whatever is going on at Gallivan. There's some artsy and, stuff over there too. Isn't exactly. There? And and I was the type who I didn't want to move out of downtown. So that's why I think like an area like in West Valley in kind of, gosh, is there a name for that area? I don't know. But that's, that's real. Know I just either. love that West Valley area yeah. between, it's about 5,000 West and, and, and like 3,200 West there. And it's just, you know, over that way, I stayed in a motel for about me and my wife stayed in a motel while we were buying for about four months. Yeah. That's why I know that area. Okay. Yeah. Why that area? Why did you stay there? Oh, I don't know. Okay. We just ended up, we we didn't know the area at all. We just landed there and, and, uh, just kind of drove around that, that area. And there's a lot of, a lot of happening. I think that's going to be a, a really uh, up and coming area. I mean, I know areas like, you know, Rose Park and Glendale and stuff like that, you know, has been some of the big up and coming areas mm-hmm. too for how close they are to downtown. But I, I, I'm just a sucker for a mid century home. I think, yeah. So. <laughs> well, and I used to um, work down in Taylorsville, West Valley okay, area. Okay. And like, there's a lot of, especially by Valley of Paramar, like there's everything you can need yeah, right yeah, there. Like yeah. so many things and there's tracks and. Mm-hmm. and I mean, stuff. there's a McDonald's there. Yeah. 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 What else do you need? <laughs> Yeah. Hey, we got an in and out. Though, yeah. right? What else do you need? Yeah, you know? right in the downtown area. And, and I can actually already see this happening. I think there's less attraction to downtown. And people are seeing that like other areas in, in Daybreak or Draper or, you know, Harriman. Yeah. They're just as cool as downtown. I mean, these yeah. cities are, are you know, they're, 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 they're the exploding ev- the out events, there in Harriman. The events wow. that they're creating, the the activities for families. I mean, all the all the cities have it now. It's it's crazy. well, you know. One thing I was really stunned when I came here from the East Coast. I like is, how you did that with stunned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. 
One thing that was stunning to me when I came to Salt Lake in uh, in the area is how family friendly these cities are. Yeah. I mean, I've never seen anything like it in the East Coast. I mean, the, the East Coast towns are built, and, and but they're not built with all these parks and with all these waterworks. And I... I'm I'm ab- I mean I've just been absolutely I got to use that word stunned. There's nothing else I can do. It's stunning. Or the, even skateboard parks. I mean yes, I know a lot of people don't really too. think about that, but as 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 if as yeah. a guy that used to ride skateboards a lot, we used to, you know, beg for cities to build this right. back in our teenage years. Now all these cities in Salt Lake or the the valley, you know, are are or have these skateboard parks. Yeah, and the water popping up. Yeah. You know, we have birthday parties for my grandkids, and they're running through the water there. Yeah. And, you know, it's all, you know, free, so to speak, to the public. I just think it's outstanding. I've never seen a place like this, like the Salt Lake, the whole Salt Lake area. And that's why everybody wants to move here. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And you know how much I love the East Coast, so if I can— if I can make this kind of compliment, you know I mean it. Should we start a Kickstarter to get you back to the East Coast or what? <laughs> I got all my family out here. Right? <laughs> hey, he's got I'll back, he's got got back, back to Baltimore. To send me back there for a week. You know? <laughs> Nobody left there. <laughs> so, you know, what do you wish that more people knew about real estate? I think the thing I wish people knew about real estate is it's a lot easier to get into a home than people think it is. A lot of people have this like idea built up in their head that they need all this money saved up, that their credit needs to be perfect, that they need to have everything lined up just perfect, and then, and then they could buy a home. I think it's, a, it's worth a shot to actually start investigating and seeing, hey, you know, what are the possibilities right now? Start looking into it, figure it out. You know, don't 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 sell yourself short. I think that's the that's that's the advice I'd like to leave with people. Well, one of the first steps they could do, Chris, yeah. is to contact you. Absolutely, and you could help them. And how could they contact a stunning agent like yourself? You can give me a call or shoot me a text at eight zero one two four four two nine zero eight, or you can send me an email if that's easier. Chris at IamSaltLake.com. And if you want to listen to any other podcast that Chris is on, what podcast is he on? Yeah, the I Am Salt Lake. We just, um, what is it? Episode 528. We just yeah. published today, 528. actually. Wow. And it's an interview with me, actually. Is it? So go listen. Oh, I'll do that. Do you interview yourself? So, no, it was actually uh, a, a friend of mine, Rob Adams, another oh, real estate agent. Actually, came in and, and, and uh, came into my studio and, how about that? and interviewed me. How nice. That worked out fine. So if you aren't subscribed to I Am Salt Lake, like seriously, it is such a great podcast. And Scott wasn't lying when I had told him about you. I was like, when you first came to the coalition, I was like, guess what? One of the hosts of I Am Salt Lake is coming. I was like, this is a big deal. So they should subscribe, follow you on Facebook, Instagram. It's just, you have lots of great tips and posts. Well, thank you. And thanks again for having me on your show. Hey, no problem I love, I love all your podcasts. Hey, thanks, Chris. <laughs> well, thanks that means something coming from Mr. Podcast himself. Right. I, I or Mr. Podcast Utah. You know, they give out like an athlete of the year, you know, in Utah. Chris is <laughs> Mr. Podcast of the year. Seriously, though. If you're somebody who's interested in buying real, real estate, <laughs> call Chris today. <laughs>